Welcome to episode 154 of the All the Books Show, recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library, where we talk book news, author news, and literary news. We and sure I, do. I'm Eric Mickles. And I'm Nick Gunning. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I, I kind of sound... That was very flirtatious. Like, was yeah, it? you are. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was... felt like Joey from Friends. Oh, <laughs> like, how you doing? Yeah, you're well, Nick Gunning. That was not my intention. Although, I, you're a good looking man. So, Thank you. good for you. Thank you. You got charm. You got charisma. It's almost your birthday. It is almost my Rocking birthday. Rocking that black shirt. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just saying. And underneath this very professional black shirt is a very colorful X-Men shirt. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's yeah. kind of, so your outfit's kind of like a mullet. It's in case I'm in a fight and I have to tear yeah. my shirt yeah. off. You got the business side. Yeah. You got the party side. Yeah. Yeah. Like a mullet. Right. So I'm wearing my library's rock t-shirt. It's the last yeah. week of the summer reading program here at the David A. Howe Public Library. The last time I could really get away with wearing a t-shirt to work, I think. So yeah, you I'm think taking so? full advantage, okay. everybody. Uh, birthday wishes going out. You're not the only one with a birthday. What? Uh, yeah. So uh, the Who All the, the Book Show wants to wish a very happy birthday uh-huh. to Miss Emily Bronte, who's turning 100 years young. Wow. Happy birthday, Emily. Hope you're enjoying this uh, yeah. lovely birthday. Emily Bronte, you can have July, but August is mine. Mm-hmm. If I mm-hmm. ever see you celebrating your birthday in August, Emily Bronte, Ooh, you know what? this will be war. You know what? What? 200 years. Wow. Yeah, so she's probably not listening at that she point. Is, 100 years, maybe, but... She is elderly. Hitting the big 200. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, are you familiar with Wuthering Heights? Have you read uh, Wuthering no, Heights? No, but I am familiar with tortoises that can live hundreds of years. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so they probably were contemporaries of Emily Bronte. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Did you ever think about that? That's there might cool. be like a turtle or a tortoise out there that's signed by yeah. like... A very famous dead person. I, I've never thought about that. Yeah. I can honestly say I never have. Like but. John, John, there might have been a tur- tortoise that yeah. went to John Lennon's funeral. Probably. It's still Probably. Just well, he's going to go to your funeral. That tortoise? Yeah. Oh, well, pretty haunting. Nice. Yeah. Pretty, he's like a death turtle. Uh, <laughs> I know you're probably curious, but I have read Wuthering Heights. Oh, I was curious. Uh, it's yes. very atmospheric. Like a turtle. I wanted it. I kept wanting it to turn the corner and be just a little like spookier because it's yeah. got a vibe. Mm. It's got a vibe to it, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, anyway. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. What, so once again, happy birthday, Emily. Happy birthday, Emily yep. Bronte. That's right. I liked you in uh, Anna Karenina and huh. that Pride and Prejudice film. I'm not sure who you... Are you confusing her, confusing her with Kieran Knightley? Yes, that's it. Kieran you. Knightley, you're confusing <laughs> with Emily Bronte. Okay. Man. All right. Sometimes humor is best found in confusion and nonsensical... Uh, Sentence ending. Long pauses where you <laughs> shut up. Give us something else. I honestly don't know how I should feel about the fact that you made that joke and I instantly knew that you met Kieran Knightley. Yeah. Well, it's because I picked who else. Yeah. Who else Chemistry. would I be talking about? Chemistry. Yeah. You know what's funny? There were probably like the original Anna Karenina probably also has yeah. a contemporary Pride and Prejudice. So maybe I'm talking about whoever was in those movies. Could be. Uh, Could be. Janet. Yeah. Um, the Lady Wilshire of yeah. <laughs> Janet Blomfeld, <laughs> mother of Ernst Stavro Blomfeld, yeah. longtime James yeah, Bond Janet villain. Blofeld. Happy birthday, Janet. No, Blofeld. it's not her birthday. No. It's not her birthday. Not yet. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about Tess Gerritsen yeah. today yeah. for our spotlight because Why? Eric and I sat down and interviewed Tess Gerritsen uh, very recently. So you can find that uh, on our regular uh, where, where all our podcasts go up. Our regular where all our podcasts go up. SoundCloud. That's my life every day. Slash all the books yeah. or anywhere you find your podcasts, iTunes or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, you said it really yeah, snide. So if you're, if so you're if not you're, finding them iTunes, then <laughs> wherever. Oh gosh. Sorry. So if you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch or listening to us on 92.7, the Angelica Community <laughs> Radio Station, there's some extra content that you're not getting. So yeah. run. Yeah. Don't walk. 
run to right. soundcloud.com slash all the books yeah. and listen to this Tess Garrettson interview yeah. because it was a lot of fun. It was interesting. Yeah. Interesting to do. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's move on with Bookmark, huh? Oh, wow. Have, already you been, yeah. have you been doing a lot of Yeah, I've been reading? doing some stuff. Do you want me to tell you about the movies that I saw before I tell you about the books I read? So you want to, you're just going to get to it. I'm asking which one you want. Uh, Dealer's choice. Why don't you talk about the movies you I would saw? Love to. Well, my brother, uh, Steve, Steven, Long, long time, uh, all the books listener. Long time brother of you. Occasional guest. Been my brother for about 25 years now. Wow. So going strong. <laughs> going strong. Sure. Um, you know, when two, when two brothers just want to go and hang out. Right. You know, what, what do you think? What's on the list there? Do you want me to be like honest with knowing would, you and your two brothers? I would like brothers? you to be funny so that oh, when okay. I say what actually happened, uh, it lands. I don't know. Like John Wick. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the football movie that's yeah. out right now. Yeah. The football uh, movie. Br- Bros on Parade? No. Oh. Close. I guess that's uh, expendable. We, we saw Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Nice. Uh, What's the rest of that? The song? Yeah. You the have, ABBA song. You have to finish it. You can't just leave it. You uh, have to uh, my, it. my, How Can I Resist You? Thank you. Okay. Uh, that's the that's the threequel. Right. That's coming out later. Uh, how Can I Resist You is the threequel. Is the threequel. Yes. So I was not a huge fan of the first Mamma Mia movie. Right. I like to find. I like ABBA, and it was one of those things where I would rather hear ABBA sing right. them than Pierce Brosnan like have an aneurysm trying to sing them. He did his best. Uh, I hope that's not true. <laughs> Poor Brosnan. <laughs> no, I love Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. I don't want him to sing to me, but I do love him. Uh, so this one was pretty good. Uh-huh. I liked it. It was a lot of more obscure ABBA songs, so it right. felt more just like a musical because like I didn't know the songs. Cher yeah. was in it. Yeah. Not as much as I would have liked. Yeah, you're a Cher fan. Not as much as I would have liked, yeah. but she was fun when she was there. Yeah. So I guess a little bit of share is better than no share. Yeah. You got to get you your share when you can. Share yeah. and share alike. <laughs> that really should have been an album title. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. And I, I think know. that's a missed opportunity. Uh, boy, she could turn back time. I bet she would make that uh, what? Make that album. Yeah. <laughs> share and share. share, share. There's still time. You're right. You're right. To turn back. Uh, so that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Okay. My brother wants the soundtrack instantly, yeah. which we have here in our collection, folks. So yeah. if you're if you're still a CD fan, like this guy over here, are you pointing at me? Yeah, I'm pointing yeah. at Eric. <laughs> uh, come in and check that out from our collection. Oh, we also have the original soundtrack, yeah, Mamma Mia, and we have regular old ABBA. So yeah. don't call them old. Yeah. No, I mean regular, rude. regular. You're saying re- you, original flavor, right? ABBA. You refer to the Straight album that ABBA. doesn't have Cher as yeah. the regular old. Yeah, old. One. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Cher's doing a cover album of ABBA hits. Ooh. That's true. Okay. That's a true story. Sure. Yeah. We're going to listen to it in the car. No. All right. What else you see? Here I go again. Oh, boy. I saw Teen Titans go to the movies. Nice. Did you think these movies were book related? No. Okay. I just, just wanted to I'm tell you. you. I mean, Teen Titans is based <gasps> on the graphic novel of Teen Titans, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So this is based on not the serious Teen Titans cartoon of yesteryear. Nobody remembers that anymore. I love that show. I know. I'm kidding. But Some the do. goofy Teen Titans go cartoon. Yeah. Uh, Nicolas Cage voices Superman. Uh-huh. So right there. Uh, checked something off Nicolas Cage's bucket list, which is a crazy list. It is, sure, yeah. Uh, it was hilarious. Buy and return a Tyrannosaurus yeah. skull. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh-huh. I really liked it. Okay. There was actually some good like superhero action. The music was great. Uh-huh. It was funny. Uh, two thumbs up for Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Nice. And I kind of thought it would get old. Like You'd sort of be there and be like, I get why these are 10-minute episodes right. normally. But I thought it sustained a movie really well. Great voice work. Kristen Bell's there. Mm-hmm. The original cast, of course. Good stuff. Will Arnett as Slade. Slade uh, so Wilson, Deathstroke. Deathstroke, yeah. Arrow Deathstroke, fame. the Terminator, yeah. He doesn't go by Terminator anymore, does he? No, not anymore. Yeah. Because the Terminator, probably. Yeah, sure. 
Uh, very, very good though. Very good. Our Teen Titans stuff is pretty popular here, isn't it? The graphics and and that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, we do have a bunch of Teen Titans go. seem to go. Uh, yeah, they're 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 like funny and yeah. stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. popular. So both of those are in theaters now. So yeah, good times. Good. So. Are you going to see either of those? Your wife's going to make you watch Mamma Mia at some point. She's she? going to watch Mamma Mia at some point, whether or not I'm involved. You might not do it. Okay, yeah. but you want to see Teen Titans go. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I wanted to tell you about that I don't want to spoil ah. the, the punch of it. So okay, I won't. All right. Uh, books. Would you like me to go books now? Sure. Do okay. books next. All right. I'm going to do it. So I actually had a pretty, pretty productive okay. uh, week here with yeah. books. So let me grab my uh, my little note. Is it funny when I shake it so you hear the paper on the microphone? Try. You'll, you'll... Try it. <laughs> Was that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I read a couple of graphic novels. Astounding Wolfman, Volume 2. Okay. This is, remind me now, is this, this is not written by Robert Kirkman or is it? Uh, ooh. Oh, you don't know? No. Okay. Well, it's it's Image Comics. Yeah. It's set sort of within the oh. Invincible world. Uh-huh. Invincible's actually in this one. Okay. Uh, it was pretty good. Nice. I had read a lot of it before because it's a it's a crossover, so I read the Invincible side of it already. Um, but it's a pretty good series. We only have volume one in the collection. It was not popular, so yeah, sorry, I wasn't man. planning to uh, continue purchasing that, but we can always... I got this through Interlibrary Loan, so mm-hmm. I still got it through the library hey, man. here. Yeah. You do still got it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, next, I read... This is one I've been excited about for quite a while because... Graphic? Yeah, it is a graphic. It's Supergirl. Being Super by Mariko Tamaki. So I've, I've been a Supergirl fan. She's Mariko one of my... Panaki. She's in... Yeah. She wrote this one summer, uh, which you read. Many people read. I did read it. Uh, so this is uh, this is something that... Supergirl's New 52 run, six-volume series, which we have in our collection, was you very love. good. Yeah. The Rebirth stuff has not been good. And the yeah. TV show is fine, but it, I don't think it really captures, like, mm-hmm. Supergirl. Right. This did. It was very good. Uh-huh. I don't think there's been just, like, a standalone graphic novel that's, like, a Supergirl origin. Mm. And that's what this was. It definitely left the door open for more, but I don't think there's going to be more. But I would highly recommend this one. I don't know if you would enjoy it. Hey. It's I, it's almost, I would say, YA. Oh. Um, but it was very good. The right. art was good. The book was good. And I've been seeing like the single issues forever, and they right. took so long to put it out in a trade. Is Batman in this? No, mm. no. There's really like Batgirl. It's, ba- no, it's basically mm. just her. So Superman. A few cameos. There's a few cameos. Superboy. I'm not going to give it away. Super. Crypto. But this crypto is one. <laughs> This is one that I would say if you're not a Supergirl fan, if you're not a superhero fan, yeah. this is actually just a good story. Mm-hmm. You know, so this would be this is like a gateway yeah. superhero graphic novel. So okay. going back to our old episode of non superhero graphic novels. Oh yeah. This would be a good one to give to somebody who is maybe interested but doesn't yeah. want to go like right into the infinite crisis or sure. something. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would actually recommend both of those, but particularly being super. Supergirl. I finished some of the things I was reading in weeks past. Tell I us. Finished Firestarter. Hey. By Stephen King. He. Stephen which, King. I, you know. Movie didn't have much going on. No. So I can't imagine the book had too much. I think he was very much on drugs when writing this book. Interesting. Okay. I think is what I've read. Well, the dad and the daughter, like the core. That's uh-huh. that's the core of the book. Obviously, their relationship right. and um, all of that was interesting. The scenes with them, like their travels, him trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if he has powers in the movie. Does yes. he? He does. Yes. What does he do? Same. Can start fires. I think. I don't think I so. I can't remember. I can't remember either. He, in the book, he has. He can sort of like. Oh, you know what? Put. He can look like a regular Joe <laughs> and get married to Heather Locklear. I see. That was a superpower. Okay, that's weird. Is that a? I don't. It's a very because he was married to Heather Locklear. Oh, in the he movie. was. 
the mom. Heather, Heather, Heather Locklear Lock- was the mom? In Firestarter. Oh, my gosh. We watched the movie. Uh, we, I know we did. I totally forgot yeah. that. Wow. She was all like, Well, in Hi. the book, the dad, Andy, yeah. has, he can, he can, sug- he makes people suggestible. So he'll be like, you know, give me a hundred dollars and they'll, he did that. Yes. He had he that did. power. Okay. Yes. But it's very taxing on him. It takes a lot out of yeah. him. So if he uses it, it pretty much wipes him out. Right. So it's actually, it's a good, it's a really good, uh, mm-hmm. element in the story because it is so limited. Like he right. can do it, but you know, he's constantly like thinking about like, is it worth it? Will this get me far enough to make up for me being incapacitated for this window of time? <laughs> so all of that stuff is actually really interesting. But they also show you the other side of like the, you know, the shop, they call it, the government basically coming after them. And they try to like personalize those characters. And I don't need that. I'm not yeah. interested in that. Sorry, man. So that part really dragged it down. You don't know what you need. Let Stephen King tell you what you need. I, I, this is not one that I think that I would recommend. Okay. It w- it's long. Not you know, it's it. like 600 pages. Oh. Um, I, you know. Wow. It is. It is interesting. Like, I, I gave it three out of five stars. Like, I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but there's so much, I mean, even better Stephen King stuff. I just would put this low on the list. Right. I've definitely read worse Stephen King, but oh! this one just didn't, didn't do a ton for me. I want to get one of those alarms that go like, whoa, 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 whoa. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. When somebody, That'd yeah. be good. We need a whole, like, sound effects. Yeah, we know, need like a, a wacky yeah. morning zoo. Yeah. Boing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um... What else? Well, Blue Heaven. Blue Heaven by C.J. Box. So not part of the Joe Pickett series. No. This is about a place this in Idaho. This is part of the John Denver series. Yeah, Rocky Mountain. <laughs> this, is, this book is about uh, this place in Idaho where retired cops go. And there's a group of retired yeah. cops who are a little shady. Yeah. Oh, Nick. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Yeah, your parents told you this is where retired cops okay. go. Yeah. But we just buried them out back. Yeah, we just flushed them down the toilet and buried them out back. This isn't... You flushed them and buried them. No, either or, depending either on the size. Or, depending on size. Yeah. Okay. There's no farm where they're just running free. There's, You know, they're not you, playing ball. But I'm, I mean, you told me that that's... I know. You I'm told sorry. me that that's where they were going, yeah. so... Oh, you I know what? You and I, I don't... I'm thinking Blue Healers. Oh. Not cops, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, blue Healers and Blue Severance. Green Severance? My problem with this book... Okay. <laughs> is that you have this group of retired cops right. who are basically interchangeable, uh-huh. but there are like six of them. Oh, that makes it easier. It doesn't matter who you're reading. Book. It's just like, I don't, I don't, like who, who these what? connections just don't matter much. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they could have made it one character, like one ringleader and the others aren't personalized, but he just right. went this extra, like this is what this guy's into and this is what this guy's into. And so like... <laughs> It was really hard to keep track. And then it made it difficult to be like, wait, is this a good guy I'm following or is this a bad guy? Mm-hmm. And the ending the ending is like in an attempt to not be schmaltzy, he made it schmaltier and more unsatisfying. Right. Sorry, man. So I have pretty mixed feelings about this. Yeah. This was a, a patron pick. So one of our book club regulars suggested this one. So obviously she likes it. So we'll see. You know, We'll see what the, what the will of the group is. But right. this was... I did not like it as much as I like C.J. Box Joe Pickett okay. books. Anyway. What's next on your list? Oh, boy. Sorry. Uh, clock Dance by Ann Tyler. It's this a is clock what we were dance. talking about last week. Tick, tick, tock. Mm-hmm. Clock dance at all. Ann Tyler. I, get, I, get, I mean, I guess I just have lukewarm responses Ten to these books. Dance. I, I probably clock liked dance. Clock Dance more than I liked the other books yeah. that I read this week. But like like the other Ann Tylers that I've read, so Beginner's Goodbye and Patchwork Planet, uh-huh. Like I like the writing, and right. the story just never quite 
drives it home for me. It's like almost, you know, I get into this point where I'm really interested in the characters. I'm really liking it. And then it just kind of like goes up and then just kind of slowly peters out. Like a clock dance. (laughs) (laughs) And so you get to the end and it's just kind of like, yeah, okay, I guess. You Mm. know what I mean? It's not... It's not super satisfying. Right. Um, but I mean, everybody loves Ann Tyler. She's yeah. a Pulitzer Prize winning author, you know, yeah. so. And I, have, I guess it just doesn't speak to me personally. Yeah. Well, I do the clock dance at least every wedding I go to. Yeah. Tick, tick, clock. What's your 10 o'clock, bro? Clock dance. Okay, that's just a little rocking. No, you move your hands up and down like a clock. Well, that makes sense. But you were just kind of doing like a little rocking. Well, I was doing a summary. Of, of the clock of, dance, of the moves, not yeah, done in a clock yeah. dance. Okay, well, that's fine. I was doing like the when the clock gets broken a little yeah. bit and it can't, it can't adjust. And it's just like tick, tick, tick. The, I mean, I guess I understand the title because you're kind of following it through her life. So she's like right. running out the clock, I guess. Oh. And little kids in it are doing a clock dance, much <laughs> okay. like we were talking about. Sure. But again, right. this is one that I would be like, it's a relatively quick read. Yeah, uh, there are interesting characters. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is this is one you really want to like. Be like, you have to read it. Right. All right. And you read one other thing, right? Or are you reading? I'm currently reading The Rooster Bar <gasps> by this was a gift. Mr. John Grisham, given to me by Eric Mickles when I had a stomach full of staples. Before? Uh, yeah, before. I didn't know if you were going to make it out alive, and so I gave you the basket Rooster first yeah. so that you'd be like, he did get so me So I gifts. would die knowing at least I had yeah. Rooster Bar waiting yeah. for me. It's actually what pulled me through it. Yeah. I was like, but what happens in Rooster Bar? Yeah. And I made it. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Are you liking Rooster Bar? Uh, yeah, actually, I am. Nice. I am. I'm decently into it as You've well. Had so issues with the lot. Grisham. I know. Camino yeah. Island was good and Rooster Bar's good. So whatever problems old Grish had, I guess yeah. maybe he shook them off. Yeah. Foghorn Langhorn is the owner of this Rooster Bar. Is that correct? Yes, he is. Like there's a bunch of college students coming in. Yes. And he's like, I say, I say, I say. Yeah. Last call, y'all. You got it. You okay. got it. Sure. All right. Uh, what about you? What no, are you? you're not what? done. I'm not? You keep thinking you're done. Oh. But you have so many records to talk about. You want me to talk? Okay. <laughs> Don't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So last week, remember, I was looking for that Goo Goo Dolls that album that is only like a record store exclusive. Right. So I ran down to Music Alley right uh-huh. here in town. Music Alley. Didn't find it. <laughs> they didn't have it. Right. But, but I found a couple more. All right. Hit us. Uh, well, this is going to surprise you, but uh-huh. I like the British Invasion from the 60s. Go on. Your bands like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones yeah. and Herman's Hermits. Sure. Chad and Jeremy. Okay. So I, I picked up a couple of Chad and Jeremy's, uh, including Chad and Jeremy... Go to the zoo? Before and after. Uh, and Chad and Jeremy sing to you. They're a very, like, mellow 60s duo. Right. They're always just kind of like... They're low-key. Mm-hmm. Now, Peter and Gordon's a little bit more poppy. Chad and Jeremy are just very, like, even keel. Almost folky, but not quite. Right. I like them. Okay. They they were on the 60s Adam West Batman show. Hey. So well, yeah. They know Batman. Some points so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And, and you also found... Uh, I found... Oh, Jesus Christ Superstar, the original, like, Andrew Lloyd Webber concept album. Uh-huh. I have the Joseph the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat one, which is... I love that one. This Jesus Christ Superstar one didn't really do it for me. That one... There's a couple of songs that I like, but as an album, I don't really enjoy listening to it. Okay. So... Sorry, man. That's it. That's it for me. Oh, okay. So we what? should get to... Your bookmark. bookmark. Yeah, Sweet. Hear That's it. me. Yeah. Take it away, buddy. Oh, what did I finish? No idea. Stop it. Okay. I finished um, Saga Volume 8, Ooh, I realized. Brian you know. K. Vaughn. Yeah. So Saga Volume 8. I don't know. Brian K. Vaughn has had this thing where he ends everything at Volume 10. Uh-huh. So maybe I only have two more volumes Ooh. to go. It's hard to tell where this story is going, period. Uh, I don't know. Okay. There's not too much in terms of overarching plot. It's just kind of a... 
weird, crazy tour through this universe that's nonsensical. Uh, at one point, one of them is riding. It's on the cover, but there's a zebra that looks like the zebra gum. Zebra gum. Yeah, the zebra gum. Yeah, you know yeah. fruit stripes gum. Yeah, fruit stripes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. there's that. Can I have some of it? No. You know, it never was as flavorful no, as you wanted it no, to be. No, it wasn't. I'm it sorry, It looked man. so great. You put it in your mouth, and you need two or three just to get a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, I, I finished two volumes, uh, 28 and 29, of The Walking Dead. So I'm yeah. now 29 volumes into The Walking Dead. Yeah. Again, I say this every time like it's some kind of like badge of honor, but I've been right. reading Walking Dead since you know, 2005, 2004. Yeah. So I've been reading it forever. Really? Since before I met you, before your son was born, before you were married. Wait, when were you married? 2006. Boom. I before, was reading Walking Dead before, before you were married. Before I was yep. married. Wow. Me and Walking Dead have had a longer, more That's meaningful relationship than you and your loved Is ones. That really? Yeah. Wow. No. Okay. Were you asking me a question about Walking Dead? N- no. Oh. No. Is okay. the show still on? Yeah, I think so. Is anybody watching still? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I I don't watch the show. I just read the comics. You never watched the show? I watched the pilot and then the second episode. And then the second episode was so bad. I said, no, thank you. Oh. So I also read, speaking of something that's so bad, I said, no, thank you. What was it? Um, I... The suspense is killing me. Read Suicide Squad, Volume 6. Why do you do this to yourself? The Secret History of Task Force X. Why do you keep doing it? Because sometimes it's good. Is Somet- it? Even this run, even this current run is sometimes entertaining. Sometimes Right good. now, not entertaining. Nope. This, this not volume happy. was not good. It's just so easy. You have a... A covert team of supervillains yeah. that okay. have to do what you tell them yeah. or you blow their brains blow up. Blow brains up. And then you send them on missions you're not supposed to send people on. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, this book decides, let's send them in space and have them fight monsters. Let's have them fight the Doesn't Justice League. Let's Doesn't have them just sense. fight each other all the time. Yeah. There's just... It's not... The concept has nothing... And they've, they've made the team so true to the movie yeah that there's well no... that's the same flaw with the movie they're like we yeah. gotta fight superman quick get me harley quinn yeah they never sense. they never introduce any new villains like to the team it's always just like look it's exactly the cast from the from the they're just a slave to that movie which begs the question why is there no sequel to that movie i don't I know i mean like i know it was bad but like everyone I, yeah. especially like the teen crowd seemed to love it yeah and nothing no they just keep announcing joker movies that they're not gonna make i know warner brothers i mean they I seem know. to know what they're doing do they? so i don't know why this is the one misstep they've decided to make i guess anyway i finished batman nightwalker by marie lou oh this isn't a comic book this is a young adult book uh-huh. i kind of liked it okay so i wouldn't read it again sure but i kind of liked it are you uh, going to read the others in the series oh you mean like the superman and wonder woman book? yeah the wonder woman by lee bardugo now, and, but i would oh, read okay. more of this batman is is catwoman in this at all no so the catwoman book is totally separate yeah well, what is that called catwoman soul taker okay is that out uh it comes out sometime august that makes sense anyway Nightwalker is about 18 year old bruce wayne yeah he's not bad i started yet. it and i just I never could get a foothold yeah. in it. I didn't like it. Well, yeah, I liked it for the most part. There's some stuff in there. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. That's not really. No. Yeah. And at 18 in this book, he's still not like committed to fighting crime. <laughs> like I was, I've always kind of assumed like the moment his parents are shot, Bruce Wayne is like, I vow to fight crime and evil for the rest of my entire life. You yeah. know? Yeah. And at this, he's 18. He's like, I don't know. What do I do? Yeah. Hmm. That's it. Is I there just, a like, Rachel character? N- ish okay <laughs> she's a villain her Ooh. name's madeline she's she's uh in arkham asylum for killing a few rich people wow and bruce wayne gets an attachment to her mm. but maybe she's playing him maybe but maybe she she's is. not maybe, maybe she, she feels the same way do you remember who's writing the catwoman one 
Uh, yeah, Sarah like, J. Maas. Yeah, yeah, they've been getting big name authors. Yeah. Uh, I like Catwoman. They don't like to brag, though. Oh, I'm going to sneeze? Out. Not oh, yet. Oh, yeah. You, um, you've been a sneezy little fellow. I'm reading right now. I just started. I'm only a chapter in, so I can't really talk too much about it. But I'm reading Joe Haldeman, uh, Forever yeah. Peace. Yeah, now, yeah. This isn't a sequel to Forever War, right. as I found out while reading it. It's a spiritual sequel. It doesn't, yeah. take, in the, doesn't take place in the same yeah, universe. Yeah, I'd read that. There is a book called Forever Free, which is a sequel. Okay. Or at least set in the same universe. And I think there's four Free Willy films. Yeah, I think there's a few more than that. So, uh, Bindi Irwin is in one of the all, Willy films. And they're all connected to Joe Haldeman's Forever. No. Oh, they're no. not, not free, connected. Free anyway. Willy, it is its own cinematic universe. Okay, it but is. But not connected to the Forever War. Okay. So, right. I think I got it. I think it's the Uplift trilogy, actually, now that I get to it. I think it's just uh, called Free Willy. Yeah. If f- fans of uh, the Uplift trilogy by David Brand, they, they got that joke. Oh, they did? And they loved it. Hey. All right. Do you want to get to book news? Yeah, I sure do. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, that's not the list I'm looking at. So here are some of our advanced notices on guys and gals. The first one, did you like that or no? The one where you said guys and gals? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, I did like it. Uh, so up first, uh, this is from a legend, Walter Mosley. Okay. Walter Mosley, uh, most well known for his Easy Rollins series. Yeah, why is he a legend? He's just, I feel like he's been writing forever. Like, I don't know how... Can you... Will you check for me? How early was the first E.Z. Rollins book? Okay. Because I, I feel like it was at least the 70s. But I All could right, be totally off base. Keep talking. Now then. I feel foolish. We read uh, not... We read a different series uh, of Walter Mosley books for the book club, and not that happy. But uh, this one is just coming out right now called John Woman by Walter Mosley. Uh-huh. So this will be coming your way in September. A convention-defying novel by best-selling writer Walter Mosley, John Woman recounts the transformation of an unassuming boy named Cornelius Jones into John Woman, an unconventional history professor, uh-huh. while the legacy of a hideous crime lurks in the shadows. Interesting. Engaging with some of the most pro- oh, provocative ideas of recent intellectual history, John Woman is a compulsively readable, deliciously unexpected novel about the way we tell stories and whether the stories we have tell the power to change the world. Yeah. Sounds interesting. The general consensus of when we read uh, Long Way Down, it was, for the uh-huh. book club, was that people enjoyed the writing, but they didn't enjoy the story. Oh. Uh, so, you know, I'm not opposed to picking up another Walter Mosley, and this sounds interesting. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'll pick this one up. Who's to say? Mm. Uh, not you. You no, certainly can't I'm sorry. decide. Uh, it's, the series has been going since 1990. Oh, really? That's all? Yeah. Oh. Sorry, okay. man. Yeah. Ni- you know, 1990s a while No, I ago know. Now. I just, I guess I thought... If like were, if you would have said 1954, I would have believed you. Um, it just seems like one who's just been ever present. But 1990 okay. is 28 years ago. I understand how time works. I just thought, I'm just saying it's almost 30 years ago. Well, I'm just saying. Wow, is that true? Almost 30 years ago. Yeah, I guess oh, I just boy. proved it to myself. Anybody oh want to hear Eric have a <laughs> existential crisis get, on air? Get on, come on, get get on, go on. <laughs> just <laughs> Eric's my upper crusty British neighbor yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 1990. Wow. Okay. I mean, it's not that you, I didn't wait, did you, you just look it up? Yes. Why did you? Because I, I thought maybe he'd All written. Right. Listen, I thought maybe he'd written other non-easy Rollins novels before that. But another yeah. a, Devil uh, in a Blue Dress. And Perry has a book coming out. I know. You want me to? Oh, you want <laughs> yeah, me to move just, on? Okay. <laughs> Dark Tide Rising by uh, Anne Perry. Yeah. Um. This is book number 24 in her. Is this a song? Are you mumbling a song? Okay. This is book number 24 in the William Monk series. Very popular series. Mm-hmm. We also read one of these in the book club. This guy was not a fan. William Monk is not Monk from the Monk series. Not Adrian Monk. Not the to- beloved Tony Shalhoub character. Right. Uh, That's confusing. It Well, 
I if somebody was like, here, you like this as a monk novel, monk I'd be like, novel. oh, like monk. There are monk novels. I know. Uh, written by Lee Goldberg, who mm-hmm. also wrote the Diagnosis Murderer books. Mm-hmm. And he wrote one where characters cross over. Nice. And you know how Papa loves a good crossover. Are you Papa in this yeah, situation? Yeah, I'm Papa, and okay. I love crossovers. All right, yeah. sure. I thought that was obvious. All right. Uh, Dark Tide Rising by Anne Perry. Uh, William Monk, number 24, Dark Tide Rising is a 24th compelling <laughs> mystery in the William Monk series from the master of Victorian crime, New York Times bestselling author hmm. Anne Perry. Anne Perry's Victorian mysteries are marvels so much. of plot construction truly remarkable, mm. according to the New York Times. And perry Markable. Um, I find these very dull. But, oh! you know, I can only speak for myself. Well, here's somebody that's more up your alley, then. James Patterson. Oh. This is Sorry. actually, a, this is a pretty so good story. This is an interesting little sidestep that I came across in my research because we got a notification that this book was coming out. Right. right? As I dug into it a little more, Mm -hmm. uh, this is an aborted bookshot turned into a novel. So originally, this was marked... Get me Nancy Allen on the phone right now. This was marked for publication uh, around this same time, Mm -hmm. September, uh, as a 160-page bookshot. Uh, Juror number three with James Patterson and Nancy Allen. And when bookshots went the way of the dodo, it looks like they liked this one enough to... uh, Developing into a full 400-page novel. Boy, so I'm so glad we don't have to talk about bookshots anymore. No more bookshots, pals and gals. But James Patterson and Nancy Allen are back with juror number three, Ruby Bozarth, a newcomer to Rosedale, Mississippi, is uh, also fresh to the Mississippi bar Mm -hmm. and to the docket of circuit. Judge Baylor, who taps Ruby as defense counsel in a racially charged felony. The murder of a woman from one of town's oldest families has Rosedale's upper crust howling for blood, and the prosecutor is counting on Ruby's inexperience to help him deliver a swift conviction. Ruby's client is a college football star who has returned home after a career-ending injury, and she is determined to build a defense that will stick. She finds help in unexpected quarters from Suzanne, a hard-charging attorney armed to the teeth and shorty, a diner cook who knows more than he lets on. Are you in? Mm. I actually kind of like it. Okay. I doubt that I'll read it, but yeah, isn't juror? I typed in juror number three, and I got a picture of uh, um, Twelve Angry Men. Oh, yeah, so that's a great, a great play, great movie. Okay, does that have anything to do with juror number three? No, I don't think so. Do they only refer to each other as juror number? Yeah, they don't use names in Twelve Angry Men. They all just ah, say the number. So that must be it. I well, guess. I wonder so. who I got the picture of. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay, all right. Uh, that's it for me. Hmm. I didn't have any large print advance notices this time around, so yeah. those are all just standard print. Uh, we are, of course, continuing to get large print, but I don't have any for you this week. Okay. What's on the New York so Times defensive. bestseller list? No, yeah, let's do it. No, I get it. Yeah, you got to defend your stance. I'd like to choose this time to point out that I was able to successfully find oh, yeah. the Michelle Pfeiffer pop figure yeah. from the Ant-Man film. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually she has a mask on, but this Target exclusive... Yeah. No mask, yeah. just Michelle Pfeiffer to hang out with my Michael Douglas. Yeah. Beep, so, beep, 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 beep. We, we're sorry uh, to interrupt your current podcast to yeah. update you on the Nick Pop figuring yeah. update. Yeah, I also plot. got a, I also got a Nightwing, but I didn't really feel like mentioning that. I didn't bring him. He's not. That here. was forever ago. I know it was. Oh, okay, I know. All right, so the episode, uh, the episode. Now you got me all turned around. I didn't do anything. Ah, okay, the, if you can't do this. The New York Times bestsellers list. I can do you. this. I can do this. Pretty defensive. All right, Coach, put me back in. No, no, no. You're oh. done. Really? You're done. Do I need to leave? You're d- I think you should. I need a ride. I think you should. My dad's not Birthday wish is going out to Emily... Br- oh, we already did that. Oh, Emily boy. Bronte. What just happened? 200 years. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Take it away. New York Times best. When life gives you Lululemons. Close. Lauren we know, we know it's close. Weisberger. Weisberger. Uh, 
That's at number 10 on the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover fiction. Emily Charlton plans a comeback from the suburbs. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to get stuck in the suburbs. You don't. Nope. Uh, she was at number two. Did you ever see that movie, The Burbs, with Tom Hanks? No. Creepy movie. Did anybody see it? I did, in theaters with my grandma, and it was very upsetting. Mm. I feel like as an adult, I need to go back and watch it so I can process the disturbing images. It is upsetting to go to the movies with your grandmother. No, we had a lot of fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then relax. Yep. Uh, Dollar movies, baby. You can't beat them. Last, last week, Daniel Steele, The Good Fight, was at number two. Yeah. This week, number nine. Mm. Having a bad time. Mm-hmm. Uh She's got to get it out of the way because the new one's coming out tomorrow. Oh, that's true. Meredith McKenzie embraces and excuses the values of her family of lawyers during the tumultuous 1960s. Good for you with tumultuous. Um, Thank you. What's up next is a book near and dear to Nick's heart, Clock Dance by Ann Tyler. Yeah. So, yeah. What time is it? It's clock dance time. Get your clock dance. Get your clock watch. Anyway. Next up, after Clock Dance by ann tyler you mm-hmm. got brad thor's spy master Ugh. no he's a spy master dumb master. look listen to this very uh well thought out well written <laughs> very descriptive uh summary of spy master by brad thor okay the 18th book in the scott havarth series yeah that sounds good that's it oh okay yeah no that's it cool you're either in you're either in or you're out yeah you're in or so you're, out. you're either a spy master or you're a spy one of the two faker spy master spy faker <laughs> <laughs> Emily Giffen yeah. is no- at number six. Okay. Emily Giffen, a scandal sends member of two Nashville families into chaos. Members. Mm-hmm. It made it sound like just one person who's you connected did. to both families. Yeah, you did. You made but it it's sound like Multiple that. members. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I wish the New York Times bestsellers list had more descrip- descriptions for these books. Yeah. Sometimes they have very long and boring descriptions. They do. So, yeah. Anyway. You know the right people. Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you? Uh, yeah, you can make your break it in a blurb. Okay. Ellen Hildebrand, The Perfect Couple. Where's that? Well, that's at number five. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. This interplay is working. I, th- I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm making it work. Yeah. So. Hey, speaking <laughs> of, did you know they're making a sequel to 9 to 5 with the original cast? Is that true? Yeah. Wow. That's all. When was the last Dolly Parton movie? That Joyful Noise with Queen Latifah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. She's still working. Yeah, then. she is. She doesn't need me coming up with snide I comments. saw her in person once at Dollywood. And? She seemed nice. Yeah? Yeah. She waved. She's like, hi, y'all. Yeah. Seemed What'd nice. you say? I just said, hey, Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four, he's down. He's down on for, for the count. Oh, you can read a review. Straight Talk. What? My favorite uh, Dolly Parton movie is Straight Talk. Oh. Features a young uh, Terry Hatcher as her assistant. Okay. That's yeah. not why. Uh-huh. That's not why. Sure. That's not why. <laughs> Stop saying that so much. Jeez. That's not why. Uh, number four, The Outsider by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. A detective investigates a seemingly wholesome member of the community. He probably is. When an 11-year-old boy's body is found. Ooh. Yeah. So, number three. No, all right. So, number three is new. We've had a lot of repeats here. But Debbie McCumber is on this list mm. at number three, Cottage by the Sea. Oh, that's going to be charming. Second best place to have your cottage. What's the first best place? Nice. New England. Oh, I guess. No. Yeah. Never mind. Best Just place. By the Sea is where you want yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Annie Marlowe forms new relationships in the hmm. Pacific Northwest as she tries to recover from tragedy. Oh boy. I would suggest the Atlantic, but I'm you partial. Are you? Yeah. Why do you like the Atlantic? I just know it. Just been in it. Calls to you. A lot okay. of times. Yeah. It's right. fine. Uh, Atlantis is in there somewhere hiding. You know, this cover is kind of working for me. 
weird. I like it. I like its simplicity. I like its look nice. Any any different than any it does cottage book. It does. It's because it's mostly blue sky, and you have just a nice little cottage. There's mm. no people. There's no like overly floral benches. Uh huh. It's just very simple. Okay. I. You know what? What? I maybe I'll read this book. I might. What did I say? It's about. Uh, it's she's trying to forms find new relationships new in the relationships, Pacific Northwest yeah. as she tries to recover from tragedy. Yeah. It's good uh, practice for uh, anyone to continue to form new relationships. What do you think the tragedy is? I'm probably dead the de- death of a husband, yeah, All I right. think. Or a fiancé. That's even more tragic in some ways. Really? Well, from a storytelling standpoint, yeah, because then you have all the what might have been. So you want to rank, rank deaths of family? Death of loved ones? Like, what's the most tragic? What is the most tragic yeah. versus the Number least tragic? Number one. No, there's no benefit all right, let's to doing stop. that. Let's start at the bottom. Number 10. Idea. We'll I'm do the top do 10. I refuse to participate. Okay. Number 10, second cousin. Yeah. You'd think in 200 years, Emily Bronte could have written a second book. You know what I mean? <laughs> it right. just seems like... <laughs> number two, it's finally what off. Are you, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Number two is no longer number one. Ooh. Uh, the president is missing Ooh. from number one. Yeah, he is. Bill Clinton and James Patterson. President Jonathan yep. Duncan takes on adversaries Jonathan at home Duncan. and abroad. Duncan, Duncan's a silly name. Oh, really? Explain that to Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, man. I would love some Dunkin' Donuts right now. Would you? My wife does not like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I She's kind of fickle like a cat, though, right? She just is very particular about her coffee. Like cats. And like cats. Garfield. No. She likes cats. Garfield, Garfield doesn't drink coffee. Normal. Yeah, he does. He normal does. does. I don't think Normal does, no. Garfield yeah. drinks his coffee. Does he really? Yeah. I can't remember. He's got to wake up in the morning. He hates Mondays, for heaven's <laughs> sakes. Yeah, I hate Mondays, too. Okay. Uh, all right. You want to hear number one on this uh, yeah, new yeah, Tesla Wait, is it new? Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Did you not want to before? If it was just going to be like before we were yours or something, no, I don't really want to hear it. Gabriel Allen, the art restorer and assassin, fights the Russians to decide what? the fate of post-war global order. What? The Other Woman by Daniel Silva. Oh, okay. Hey. Hey, what? none of that. No, it's fine. Hey. This don't really appeal to me. Remember, Black Widow was up here forever, so we're probably yeah. going to be seeing this one for a while. So this is the art. He's an art restorer. An art restorer. And an assassin. And, yeah, Do you think well, he's ever come in into like, a meticulous. hotel room, he's meticulous killed somebody, blood gets everywhere? But somehow it's missed like a very fine piece of art. Yeah. He's like, the Mona Lisa. Yeah. I must restore this. Yeah. Well, I would think more that it would damage the work. And just uh-huh. as a professional, oh, he'd yeah. be like, I, it is my code that I must restore any art that I find. Yeah. Something and like that. He's got the blood all over the Mona Lisa. He, he got the blood on there. And he's yeah. like, well, I, what am I, a heathen? Yeah. I shall restore this work of art. Yeah. So the other woman is Mona Lisa. The other woman is Mona Lisa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other woman okay. is Mona Lisa, yes. Yeah. A so, thousand times, yes. What? A thousand times, yes. No, I know you're saying that, but put it in context. One thousand times. Okay, you, you're just yes. extending the thing that you said I don't know that I want. didn't understand in the first place. All right. What do you do? Okay, he's, he's... I'm just looking at my Michelle Pfeiffer pop figure, that's yeah, all. Yeah, relax. Are they uh, going to do Grease 2 pop figures? I don't know. I need a cool I'm sure they're going to do every single thing they can with pop figures until the... I cannot believe the floor has not fallen up from under them yet. My brother, again, shout out to Steve. Yeah. Uh, you go in his apartment, it's like a wall of pop figures. Okay, yeah. first of all. Uh-huh. Um, he said something about like, you know, getting getting one 10 years ago. Uh-huh. Is that... Pop figures have been around for 10 years? No clue. Maybe. That seems crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know. There's no ceiling. I don't know if I'm on record of saying I don't like the you pop don't like figurine them. You thing. don't like them. Well, you I got, like variety. You got several on your desk. but No, I know. I have them. Yeah. I have some. But everybody's like, oh, you should get this. It's a pop figurine of Ryu from Street Fighter. I'm like, I'd rather just have a Ryu. You bought me a cami pop figure yeah, from but, Street but Fighter. Yeah, but you love the pop figurines. I don't know. 
You do? Yeah. I, I Look, if people like them, that's fine. Yeah. I just... I just don't get it. I think maybe if I like much. if I didn't have an office or something, I might not. Oh uh, yeah, you know. All right, I, let's try. But it. I have a good place for Nick, them. So. I'm taking your office. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow, you sounded excited by that. Well, like I, I just, just tickled you. You're so bold. I yeah. Guess. Well, I'm just good happening. for you as as your friend. Yeah. I think good for you putting yourself yeah. out there as Nick, as Nick, your employer. Uh-huh. I'm Nick would not can't take, allow this. Kind Nick of. would not let anyone take his office. He would put up a sign that says "reserved for director." Reserved of for library. director. Yeah, I would not. No, this office is mine. Yeah. Look at this great this green paint. Yeah. I'm going to walk away from this green paint. I don't think no. so. No, you won't. I don't think no. so. Yeah. All right. Shall we get to it? Yeah. All the books presents Offer Spotlight. Okay. Well, folks, if you haven't already gone and listened to our Tess Garretson interview, uh, I recommend you do it. Is well, it gonna, is it'll it gonna be, be out. out. It'll be out this week. It'll be out this yes. week. So okay. there's a good chance you're listening to this, and you have that to look forward to. Okay. However, if you are in the future and you're listening to this, hurry up. Yeah, hurry up. Get get to the hurry Tess up and Garrison. Get to it. Yeah. Uh, so as I mentioned earlier this month, uh, Eric and I sat down with Tess Garrison, had a great talk about her book Playing with Fire, uh, which is a standalone. And so that interview is available at soundcloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you find your podcasts, Woo! as we've said. So hope you can go and listen to that. So now we just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, her career overall. Um, some of the uh, some of the highs. I, I was going to say and lows, but I don't really want to talk about lows. That's not <laughs> Des fun. Harrison yeah. had it all. <laughs> she hit rock bottom when Jeez. no, yeah. not really. Uh, she's actually a pretty a fascinating interview with Nick Gunning. <laughs> she spilled the beans. <laughs> So the Rizzoli and Isles series, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jane Rizzoli is a homicide detective. Oh, we're just talking about Rizzoli and Isles now. No, I'm just, I'm leading into it. Maura Isles is a medical examiner. She's a medical doctor. Right. Okay. And they're always very like detailed and good. Uh-huh. Um, and you might wonder, gee, how does she know so much? Because Tess Gerritsen is a medical doctor. Get She's a straight out up, straight out. up medical doctor. <laughs> so on top of being like a very prolific uh, and well-respected author, mm-hmm. she's a medical doctor. And uh, a musician. We That's mentioned true. the interview. Yes. She plays piano. She plays violin. Yes. And actually, the one that we are talking about uh, in the interview, the one we're doing for book club this week, is Playing With Fire. Mm. Uh, and in that, what kind of sets things off is there's this piece of music that the protagonist just becomes haunted by and wants to know like the background of this piece of music. She becomes obsessed with this piece right. of music. So. Tess actually sat down and, and composed this piece. So you can actually go to, we'll, and we'll post this on uh, Twitter or wherever, uh, Twitter at All the Book Show. You can actually listen to the piece that the characters are listening to mm-hmm. throughout the uh, book. And it actually, I mean, having that be a real thing, you know, you, when you listen to it, you can hear exactly as she's describing it. So uh, I thought that was a really cool touch. Yeah. Uh, I, I always like when authors do that. So there's like an extra level where you can kind of engage with the story and with the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway... I, she uses her medical background uh, in a series of standalone medical thrillers. And then, of course, uh, Maura Isles' uh, medical expertise always comes through in the Julian Isles series. Mm-hmm. So you want to give us a little background um, on Tess Garrison? Do you got the uh, awards up or anything like that? No? Okay. Did, I'm sorry. No. Uh, no, I'll wait, take it. I will take hold it away. On. I've got Tess Garrison is the child of a Chinese immigrant and the Chinese-American seafood chef. While growing up in San Diego, mm. California, Garrison often dreamt of writing her own Nancy Drew novels. Her first name is Terry. She decided to feminize it in when she was a writer of romance novels. Although she no longer 
Uh, she longed to be a writer. Her family had reservations about the sustainability of her writing career, prompting Garrison to jo- to choose a career in medicine. Interesting. Yes. Thank you. All that information can be found at the early life chapter of Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, a multiple award winner. She mm-hmm. So she mentioned in the interview, I asked her what some of her early favorites were. And she was, well, her very early favorites were romance novels. So mm-hmm. she didn't think that her contemporary fans would, mm-hmm. you know, make that jump back to romance. Yeah. Uh, she did mention Gravity, which is uh, one that we'll probably be doing in the book club next year mm-hmm. as one of her favorites. So she has a series of romance uh, romantic thrillers really yeah then transitioning into medical thrillers and then really settling in the um Rizzoli and Isles series with occasional standalones as yeah. well so she has won a uh, Rita award which is uh, award given by the romance writers of America that's handed out by Rita Repulsa every year is that yes. right uh yeah the Elizabeth yes. Banks character from the recent yes. uh, Power Rangers movie right no that's not true <laughs> Uh, she won the, the Nero original. Award for Best Mystery Novel and was nominated for an Edgar and a Mystery Writers of America and a McCulley Award. So it's got a lot of attention. Here's one that I wanted to mention to you. Specifically? See, yeah, because you, know, you haven't read Tess Garrettson, so you don't know you don't know if okay. this is accurate or not. This is okay. Stephen King, King of the Blurbs, Blurb King, King Blurb. Sure, yeah. Had Tom Hanks, the Blurbs. Say, had this to say, she's even better than Michael Crichton. Wow. Stephen King really threw the gauntlet Stephen down. Stephen King? Now... Uh, shut up. <laughs> here's where I Why don't... Why did he have to do that? I don't know. And I don't actually understand the comparison because, yeah. like, science is involved, sure. I guess it's the medical it's Medical, stuff. but... The medical thriller? I, I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna make any comparisons, it would make a little bit more sense to say Robin Cook. But yeah. I don't really even think yeah. she writes... Look, I don't know... ...books like Robin Cook, so I don't know. There's a chance that's probably true, but... I mean, what the oh, heck? That's very generous of Stephen you. King. That's very generous of It just seems very mean. Like, what if he was like Nick Gunning, even better than, well, now I was going to say Eric Mickles, but it's not, you know, uh-huh. I don't want to bring that up. Right. What if he What if he did? What if he did? Yeah. If, he, if he, Stephen King was yeah. forced to What if he was like Steve Pratt, us? even better than, or wait, I meant, did I say Steve Pratt? I said Steve Pratt. Who's that? I don't know. I meant Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Like, this whole analogy is falling apart because I can't get a name right. It started wrong, yeah. if we're being honest. Yeah. Chris Pratt, even better than Nick Gunning. Yeah. See, that hurts. That's right. He didn't need to make that. I mean, you're both kind of like witty. You both would be good on Parks and Rec. Uh huh. But there's no reason he has to like bring it up. Look at that. You you accidentally complimented me there. Well, like as a side character. Okay. All right. You could be that guy who's like, I'm watching Iron Man right now. No need to hedge. I don't think you need to hedge. Okay. (laughs) Um, Did you ever watch the Resilient Isles series? Uh, No, but I've heard tale of it. You have. Yeah. You've heard tale of it. Yeah. Okay. Do we have these in the collection? You know, I don't think we do. Really? It, how many seasons did it last? You go um, ahead and tell me. Quite a few. Oh, okay. I don't, let me see here. Seven. Yeah. Seven seasons. Seven series. 105 seasons. episodes. Uh, a recurring character uh-huh. uh, by the name of Tess Gerritsen. <gasps> Is that true? Appears, yeah, she recurs, she recurs later on as like an author. Okay. So that's, that's kind of cool. I like when they do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've never actually sat down and watched the show. Okay. I was always aware of it. I mean, it was it was kind of everywhere. It was a pretty popular show. Angie Harmon yeah. is, um, is Rizzoli. And Angie Harmon was also okay. the lead character in James Patterson's short-lived Women's Murder Club adaptation. I don't know who this person is. She was in Rizzoli and Isles and the Women's No, Murder I know. Club and Law and Order. I'm just saying, the point is, mm-hmm. she's she's been the lead in is both of these. Is she the blonde these, or like, the brunette? Well, it's reversed in the book. Okay, so in the show. Which in one? the show, I'm she's at the... the brunette. Okay, yeah, that's I don't Angie recognize Harmon. her. Really? Yeah. Back from the old Law and Order? Well, that's yeah. all right. Sorry, man. Anyway, so the show ran you ever for... Ever watch Everwood? 
No. Me either. Okay. <laughs> Show ran for seven seasons on TNT. I'm a fan of these books. I mean, this is this is one. You know how I feel about like reading series out of order. Uh-huh. You love it. I don't like it. <laughs> no, it's hard for me. But I randomly picked up But you Die make again. it look so easy. I picked up Die Again. Which one's this? Uh, this is a this is the second to last Rosalian Isles book. Came out uh, book number eleven. Came Yikes. out in twenty fourteen. Okay. I just like the look of it. Mm-hmm. I picked it up and sat down and pounded right through, and then just like continued reading them. So congratulations! I've read several now. All right. Uh, and I'm a fan. Oh, I you think like Nancy just... Drew? No, I've never read Nancy Drew. But you l- like the other thing that's like Nancy Drew, but today nostalgia. No, the Nancy Drew, but like a couple of years ago, she had a movie Mar- Veronica Mars. <laughs> Veronica Mars. Yes, I yes. do like Veronica Mars. Thank you. No problem. Uh, yep. Anytime. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, this this is a series that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And what I like about them is, I mean, you have, you have. I feel like Rizzoli and Isles because they're they're opposite characters, which I always poked fun at the all the marketing for that show because it was like oh. she's a slob and she's clean. Right. Uh, but it actually it plays really well. Is it really just like crime solving odd couple? No. No, but that see that's why yeah. I never like that's the way the show always promotes mm-hmm. it. And in the books, like they are different, uh-huh. but it's not like a cartoonishly like one of them's eating a big like meatball sub and the other's right. like, "Oh my," you know, yeah. it's, it's not like that. Would you watch The Odd Couple if it was being remade as also like a crime dramedy? Yes, of course I would. Yeah. Of course I would. Okay. No, see what the books do that I find <laughs> interesting is like the differences aren't quite as stereotypical as the ads for the show made them right. look like Isles is very like withdrawn and, and almost a cold character. Right. And Rizzoli is just not that at all. And, and they kind of like, they and kind of bring this, this a different part of each other out. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of the books, they're working sort of independently. Mm. And then as they kind of cross paths, um, you know, things start to heat up a little bit like story wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it brings out, you know, you're kind of used to the character being one way. And then when they're together, um, I think that that Tess Garrison is able to really like sell this friendship. Mm-hmm. So like you 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 feel that I don't know their their relationship just comes across like really natural, right? And and really easy, and mm. it and it is a good it's a good thing to kind of inject into the book because as you're going along in sort of a standard procedural sort of thing, then as they as the storylines kind of cross and they work together, right? It feels very chummy you know it's just kind of like you like these characters you like them together and then for a while it's sort of like their their relationship what they bring to each other kind of takes the center stage and then sort of branches back out and brings to the resolution which i think is very good i think that's a really compelling way to um tell you know a murder mystery or, or whatever it happens to be that time to tell this crime where there's like an incident an investigation and an endpoint. Um, that can get stale. And I think the Rizzoli and Isle relationship is unique enough uh, in, in how the characters affect each other that it makes for a compelling story, regardless of how interested you are into like who the killer is or who you know perpetrated this crime. So I'm a fan. That's the long yeah. and short of it. Yeah. Uh, we're still going to do a Rizzoli and Isle for the book club sometimes. I popped it off this time because I wanted to do Playing with Fire. Playing with Fire. To have, go you, with have, the that theme, met, have they met yet? Who? That, that book club? No, no, oh. it's this. It's August first. Whoa, August first at three thirty. That's this Wednesday. It is. Yep, coming up. Okay, I guess that coming was for the library up. news. Sorry, yeah, it was. That's all right. So it's a little bit later. That's exciting. This isn't really your kind of book, I think. Rizzoli and Isles. Well, you're just not really a fan of like the the murder mystery style. Yeah, that's true. I, think, I always just want to know who the murderer is and I know, then go. I, I guess that means do. I should watch Columbo. I guess so. By your recommendation. Yeah. 
You should. Because I don't, I don't care about the twist. Like, this is the killer. Yeah. I'd rather just know and then work from there. Yeah. But, I mean, what you're saying is sort of the strength of this, too, is that mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, f- that resolution is vital to the plot, of course. But but I think why you really are going is, is for, like, these two characters. So yeah. it has kind of a cross appeal, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, probably be- because her background in romance and thrillers and other things that aren't, like, just locked into a whodunit. Mm-hmm. Um, she brings all that with her and just her regular diverse background. And she kind of brings into that and makes the stories... Uh, Uniquely interesting. So I recommend the Rizzoli and Isles books. Uh, so far, I haven't read one that I haven't liked. So, oh, you know, take that. Of course, we have them all here. And any we don't have uh, some of the standalones, we can certainly get for you. And we will be reading Gravity next year. So you certainly don't have to wait until then. But no, you can read Gravity right now. Whenever you want. Pause this. Don't pause it. Finish yeah. this podcast. Then start yeah, Gravity. It'd be rude to just stop. Pick up, yeah, you think. don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Um... But then, again, yeah. the interview. The interview, yes. You can find it at soundcloud.com slash all the books. Yep. Or just search all the books at any of the place you find yep. your podcast. And, of course... You're already subscribed to us. It will just show up like a regular episode. Yeah. And we'll share it on Twitter or Facebook yeah. or wherever. So yeah. I'm sure you can catch it. Uh, and catch up with some of our back issues. Remember last week we talked with Rachel Cohn, which was pretty exciting. Yeah. So, all right. Writer of Dharma and Greg. Nope. Nick and Nora. Nick and Nora. Nick and Nora. Yep. <laughs> Infinite Playlist. Yeah. Yeah, I almost said Infinite Crisis, and I didn't. Even <laughs> Nick and Nora's Infinite <laughs> Crisis. Nick and Nora's Infinite Crisis. Okay. That's a crossover I'd watch. That sounds yeah. pretty interesting. You just yeah. have a teen love story happening while the yeah. world is Kat rewriting Dennings and Michael itself. Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to get home this night. Yeah. Cat Dennings, that's her Thor character, maybe. Just to just really one cross more, it over. Yeah. One more twist. And yeah. uh, Michael Sarah as Robin. So Sure. From, ba- from Lego the Batman. Lego Batman movie. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All, All right. right. Let's move it on to library news. Can we? Why I don't not? know why I asked, can we? Like, yeah. You know, yeah, I think so. Like I've been well, waiting. We're, we're closing out the summer reading program. So do you have any last minute Woo! programs coming up? Oh, boy, do I. Big stuff kind of over. Uh, what's happening at the end of this this week? I All right. Uh, Tuesday. Yes. The Arcade Tuesdays. Okay. Wednesdays, Anime Club, uh, yeah. 530. And mm-hmm. then a little rebranding. Yeah. A little, uh, yeah, a little bit exciting. rock and roll. A little bit country. Yeah. A little Probably Don- a little Donnie less country. Yep. Yeah. Is that them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday, we're doing vinyl record painting. Hey, that's cool. That's my jam. Yeah. we Wait, painting? We, yeah. So, okay. like, we have vinyl records, so old vinyl records. I'll play them all before. That have been I... primed with yeah. primer, and then you can paint on them. So did, you have... you, did you prime them? I'm going to. You're going to. Okay. Man. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody's on my case about being prepared just, and having curious. things ready to go. Yeah. Uh, and Friday, we're showing Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. At 3.30. Based on the uh, Ernest Klein No. Yes. Yeah. Ernest Klein novel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, we just watched Minority Report based on the Philip K. Dick short story. Yeah. That's two Spielberg S- things. Still yeah. holds up pretty well. Yeah. And I just watched War Horse. Steven Spielberg? Which is also based on a book. Is it? Yeah. It's based off a kid's book. We have it in our YA section. Oh, okay. I can't remember Intense. the author. Intense. That's what Diane Lane and... No, that's Secretariat. Yeah. There's I think so you're thinking of something else. Yeah. You're thinking Seabiscuit? I can't. No, yeah, I, I remember that's C- Tony McGuire. Tony McGuire. Yeah. Yeah. You like the part in War Horse where he's like, uh, our horse is too big, our jockey's too... No, wait, you want a big horse and a small jockey. Yeah. Jockey's too big, horse is too small. That sounds right. I'm d- too dumb to know the difference. I Classic haven't, I haven't seen Seabiscuit since it was in theaters. Is so. that true? Yeah. I watched it a couple times. Have it's you? pretty good. I read the book. Okay. Sea you did? Biscuit. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what was going on, but I read it from cover to cover. Good times. Yeah. Good times. A weird weird part of my life where I, I just pick so. up Seabiscuit and like, yeah, I'll, I'll read, read this. Read Seabiscuit. <laughs> sure. Read Seabiscuit. Why not? Yeah. Book sales in its final days. So if you are nearby, mm. 
uh, drop everything, yeah. bring a bag and fill it up, yeah. fill that bag up for $3. Yeah. A lot of good stuff in there. I took yeah. all the test garrets in, so I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're probably not getting as many customers since you put up the sign that says end of days, but then you didn't put it in context mm. of end of days of book club. Of, yeah, uh, I see book why sale. that would be confusing. People just think, yeah. I do. <laughs> well, the book clubs, uh, we're currently wrapping up, yeah. uh, playing with fire by Tess Garretson, and then we'll be starting Cuckoo's Calling by Robert Galbraith, a.k.a. Oh, yeah. J.K. Rowling. Uh, the latest book in that series, the the uh, Cormoran Strike uh, series, the latest book's coming out uh, later this year. So we're oh. going to read the first one. So if nice. you've never read it and want to join up, uh, do do yeah. that. Uh, Please encourage any non-Harry Potter writing of J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we're doing Blue Heaven by C.J. Box for the Patron Picks book yeah. club. So good times. All my memories are gathered around that out. book. Are they? Blue Heaven. Oh, I see. Almost heaven. Yeah. All my memories gather okay. around her. Right. Anyway, I don't have to. I don't have to appease and you. And of course, with your, yeah. the big end of summer reading program event that we're most excited about mm-hmm. is our uh, visit with Wendy Corsi Stubb, who's here to talk about her latest book, Little Girl Lost. Yeah. Uh, which is out now. You can pick it up. You can pick up a copy and read it. I've read it. Bring it to the library. Get it signed. Bring it to the library and get it signed. And. You can stick around for music on the lawn. Yeah. What time? It'll be a great oh, Thursday. Yeah. So what's all? What's the Six time frame? Six o'clock. Six o'clock on Thursday, August second, here the at the Nance. David A. Howe Public Library in the Nancy Howe Auditorium. Eric and I are going to ask some questions on mics. So if you're not able to attend, uh, you can hear that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I totally remember that's happening too. You did. You remembered the, the recording. Of oh, good. It. I sure did. I'm yeah. Glad that you did. You, you think you surprised me? I don't even you know. Didn't? Why. Who do you think you did? Know you why you surprised me? If you didn't. <laughs> All right, so next time we will be uh, chatting with Wendy Corsi Staub. Right. We've got some other fun things in store. Don't forget to check out the Tess Garretson interview, mm-hmm. uh, which is on our regular page, and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.